Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. Is there ever any new content, right? Not only from a point of view of there is a ton of content out there in the world. And obviously I'm talking about my industry, but your industry too. There is so much out there. We are all content producers now and we have Google and you can literally search anything. So is there any new content from that point of view? But also what do you do when you get to my level of 285 episodes of the podcast? So effectively, like every interview was round an hour and every solo is probably less than half an hour. Like that is a ton of me talking for starters, you poor people, but also a ton of content. We have talked about so much stuff. So what do we do? Like, how do we keep coming up with content ideas or what do we do with the fact that we already have so much content out there? So today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about coming up with ideas And then what you need to do in terms of repurposing those ideas or how you make the most of them. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 285. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? Okay, so last week, I talked about having online courses and the three things that I felt were super, super important to have in order to have a more successful chance at having an online course and selling it. And those three things were creating content, building an audience, and making sure that you understand your customer's problem and the transformation thereafter. Because obviously that's effectively what your course is. You're helping them get a transformation. 
So what I thought I would do is this week, I thought I would talk about content. Now we've done a fair few episodes over the many, many, many episodes of the podcast around the theme of content. And they've always gone down really, really well. And one of the things I thought about was the fact of like, is there ever any new content, right? Not only from a point of view of there is a ton of content out there in the world. And obviously I'm talking about my industry, but your industry too. There is so much out there. We are all content producers now and we have Google and you can literally search anything. So is there any new content from that point of view? But also what do you do when you get to my level of 285 episodes of the podcast? So effectively, like every interview was round an hour and every solo is probably less than half an hour. Like that is a ton of me talking for starters, you poor people, but also a ton of content. We have talked about so much stuff. So what do we do? Like, how do we keep coming up with content ideas or what do we do with the fact that we already have so much content out there? So today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about coming up with ideas and then what you need to do in terms of repurposing those ideas or how you make the most of them. If you are serious in your business, if you are actively trying to grow and, you know, be seen by more people, then content is one of the ways you're going to do that. Even, and I'm going to kind of stick my neck out here, even with a product-based business, there is still content that you can produce. So what do I mean first off by content? I'm confident you all know by now, but let me just cover it off. So we've got long form and short form content. So long form content tends to be things like podcasts, blogs, articles, videos, lives, anything that's a bit more meaty where you're going into a bit more depth. Short form content tends to be things like social media, tends to be posts, tends to be kind of quick, short stuff. So Often businesses are pretty good at the short form content. They know they need to be on social media. They know they need to show up. They're not always great at the long form content. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say you have to have long form content because no one has to have anything. It's your business. You get to decide. However, it is a very helpful thing to have, especially when you are in a knowledge based industry. If you are offering something that is based on your knowledge or that you think, needs some explanation. So let's just take one of my lovely members of the club. One of my members does inflatables and soft play hire. And for instance, long form content for them might be blog articles around some of the common questions that they get asked. So even with something like that, where you think, well, I don't need a blog or a podcast for that, somewhere where they can go and get more confidence and more comfort around the thing that you are selling or how good you are at your service. So yeah, so I would recommend that most businesses have some kind of long form content. Now, the first thing is you need to decide what you like to do. I do not like writing. Therefore, a blog is not for me. I do have a blog on my website. If you go and look, there's three blogs written ages ago. I should probably just remove this now. But <laughs> I tried. It really wasn't for me. And I'm just not big on writing. Like, you know, I do write. I'm going to stop saying I'm not going to write. I do do a lot of writing. I journal and stuff. But when it comes to this sort of thing, put me in front of a mic, put me on a stage. That is where my zone of genius is. Writing is not where that is. So the first thing to decide is what do you actually like to do? 
and start with that. So if you like talking, then a podcast or a live might be good for you. If you like writing, then a blog might be good for you. So and I didn't really want to get into too much of like getting started because I'm hoping lots of you are well and truly started with your long form content. But it's about then taking that bit of long form, which takes time and effort. And how do you then maximize that time and effort to really, really work for you? Now, one of the things I think I'm going to do an episode on like things I wish I'd thought about when starting a podcast, because if I was to start my podcast today, I'd do it very differently. Anyway, one of the things I was thinking about, and and maybe you guys should think about this too, is we are put in a world where I produce weekly content. So every single week I do a podcast episode or every week you might do a blog. Well, that is a lot of work. So who says we've got to do it that often? So what if you did a podcast that came out every other week? What if you did a blog that came out every other week? What if you only went live every other week? It's more about the consistency than how often you're doing it. And the other thing is, if you're spending a few hours creating a blog or, you know, for me, it's probably like 30 minutes for 20 minutes worth of podcast now, bearing in mind, I've done a ton of episodes, so I can do this fairly quick. Although I have to say, I yawn every time I do an episode. It's really weird. So the reason it takes me 30 minutes for a 20 minute episode is because I have to keep pausing so I can yawn. Do, like, am I really finding myself that boring? Anyway, I think it's like constant talking without anybody interrupting you. Anyway, so if you are spending a chunk of time doing that bit of content, then why do one every week? Why not do it every other week? But the thing is, it's not about I think lots of times people will create a bit of content and do one post and go, there you go. I've created a blog. I put it on social media. Done. No, 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 no. You've got to be absolutely maximizing that content. You have got to be pulling out as much as possible. And if you've been doing anything for a length of time, and if you have a team with you, or you have processes that you put yourself in place for yourself, then this is what you should be doing. Like you should be trying to maximize the core bit of content. And if you have a team, brilliant, because you have to do the core content. Okay. I have to record the podcast. If suddenly one day one of my team turned up on the podcast, you'd be a bit like, what the what? So I have to record this bit. That's fine. That's my job. But I don't need to do any of the things subsequent. And you know, hopefully by now, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, I have a team who helps me with all that good stuff. But we could be doing more. And, you know, we often talk about this and it's probably me who's the hold on this. But like when you have a bit of content, so if you're doing a blog, for instance, you might want to think about like what happens after you've done that blog. Okay. You created a post, you put it out. Brilliant. Can you create a quote post from a quote that you've said in the blog? Can you start a discussion thread on Twitter? Can you do a poll on Instagram story about something you said in that blog post? Can you create a reel about the content of the blog post or a kind of discussion point and then go, go read my blog post to find out more? Can you create it as an article in LinkedIn? And the other thing to think about is not only do we have to choose our long form content in terms of what we like and what it is, i.e. I like speaking, I do a podcast, but we need to think about the social platforms that we're on and are we using them in a way the platform likes us to use them? So for instance, yeah, great. I have to say, I'll hold my hand up. I'm not the best at this. Becky, my social media person, has been kicking my butt to do reels and 
for whatever reason, I seem to have a bit of a mental block with it, but we'll get there. But like, you know, I could be doing a reel for every single episode of the podcast I do. I could be doing a live with a guest if I have guests anymore. Like there is so much we could do around it and that you could do around it. So if you're getting to the point where you're like, do you know what? I'm really tired or I've done a lot of episodes and I feel like this is just like doing the same thing over and over, then why not either pause? And I had this conversation with someone recently. They had an episode, not an episode, they had a podcast and it went into like the hundreds of episodes and they were like, I'm just falling out of love with it, but I feel like I need to keep it going. And it's like, you don't need to keep it going. If you're falling out of love with it, and this is the other thing, like, yeah, it's all about consistency, but don't do something you hate. And don't forget, you still have all that content just because you pause and do something different or, you know, whatever it is you want to do instead, doesn't mean that all that content goes in the bin. She could effectively re-release an episode every week for the next hundred and something weeks because that's how many episodes she's got. I have that much content. In fact, I was listening to a podcast myself, Dr. Chatterjee. I hope I've said his name right. And I can't remember what his podcast is called. Anyway, I was listening to his podcast and he does these bite-sized podcasts of old episodes. And I was like, brilliant, we could do that. Like, and, and in my head, I'm thinking, how could I make that happen without me being the person to make it happen? Because I know I'm the one that will hold it up. So it's about kind of really using that content and stretching it and exploring it and molding it. The other thing I want you to think about, and like I said, this is where I am currently, you know, 285 episodes is a ton of episodes. So the fear is about repeating myself. So what I did, Becky and I did an exercise not so long ago where we went through the stats of the podcast and we looked at the ones that were really popular and content is a really popular like subject. Whenever we do a content episode, it seems to get really good downloads. So doesn't it make sense to do another episode on content? And this in itself is creating more content, you know, it's like this weird paradoxical world we're in. But what is it that really gets people talking? What is it that people really enjoy to hear from you? Or what episodes are most popular? And do it again. Like there's a part of me that would love to re-invite some people back on because they were such good episodes, but whether I could get them again and if I, you know, it's a big thought for me to have really. But but yeah, like what episodes are really good? Why can't you do those episodes again? The other thing that we thought about and we talked about is my opinions have changed a lot. Like I have learned so much in, and I can't, it's 2018 I started the podcast. I think it was. 18, 19, 20, Yeah, I think it is 2018. Like me in 2018 and me in 2023 is very different. Like what I speak about is different. What my opinions are on things are different. So again, there's no harm in me going back to some of my old episodes and re-recording them because I have different thoughts and opinions now. So this episode's a little bit all over the place, but the key thing for me to talk about is One, you don't need to keep creating brand new stuff. Also, the other way to do it. So let's say you're thinking about starting some long form content. Go to your short form content and see what works. So if you've done a social media post and it really resonated with people or got lots of comments or started a conversation, then great. Use that as a kickoff to do one of your episodes if you're doing a podcast or go live and talk about the thing or write a blog about it. So you can use it in both ways. Don't think that you've got to sit there with a blank sheet of paper every time and try and come up with more ideas. 
So next week, I'm going to do an episode on lead magnets because I haven't done one for a while. And in this kind of little theme that I've given myself where I talked about the online course and about first thing is create content, second thing is an audience, I thought a lead magnet would be great. And one of the things I'm going to talk about is do PDF lead magnets still work? Because there is lots of people out there going, they're boring, they're dull, no one wants them. So that's going to be the theme of my episode next week. Now, the very first lead magnet episode I did was episode number two. Don't go back and listen to it. I did. I regretted it. I sounded very professional. Like maybe I should take some hints from the old Teresa. I think so. I was probably very nervous. And also like there was a lot of stopping and starting and probably a lot of editing in those episodes. But yeah, like, so why wouldn't I do another episode 200 and something episodes on? So think about that long and short form. Think about how they can support each other, how you can extend short form into long form, how you can tweak long form to drop it into short form and think about maximizing that long form content. You should be really, really maximizing it. And in an ideal world, I wouldn't be doing something every week. Like I'm in the habit now and it's the way it is and it's the way it always has been. And personally, I don't think I'd want to change it. And I think podcasts are a wee bit different because they are, they do tend to be a weekly thing unless you do seasons and then you chuck a season out. But if that means you get to maximize, I nearly said milk that content, that sounds horrible. If you get to maximize that content by giving yourself more space in between, then great, do that. Like that is cool. But make sure that you are trying to maximize it as much as possible, but also put those processes in place. So like I said, I have the team now and once I've recorded it, the rest just happens. And that's ace. That's brilliant. I'm very happy with that. So where can you bring in some processes in order to maximize the content that you're putting out there? Okay. I hope that helped. I hope it's given you a few ideas. If you are starting on your content journey, as in you are looking at creating long form content and you need some help, then do please come and check out the club. And if you want to work one-to-one with me, do please check out coaching. I'll make sure all that's linked up in the show notes because sometimes this can be hard and sometimes you need someone to walk you through the process and get you going. I've had someone just start, but one of my one-to-one people have just created a podcast and we've done it in a very short space of time because I was able to do it in a very succinct, right, do this thing, do that thing, send me this, do this. And I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be amazing. So yeah, if you're wanting to start it, then come and have a conversation with me. I would love to help. Okay. Have a wonderful rest of your week. As I've already mentioned, next week, I'll be talking about lead magnets. Do they still work? Is it still right to do PDF ones? What other ways can you bring people on your list? So if you are interested in that, then please make sure you check that episode out. Also, if you have a friend that you think would find these episodes really helpful, I would appreciate it massively if you would share this episode or share my podcast, that would be so very kind. Okay, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 